Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 as we get into God's Word and a message titled, Banking in the Cloud. If only there was a place to store all my stuff so I wouldn't lose in it, it would keep it safe. I don't know about you, but I, I have a job that creates a lot of content, a lot of sermon notes, a lot of articles, pictures, graphics, just notes that I take, and I, I want to be able to to reference those if I need to. Like, what was that thing, you know, what was that, you know, or what did I say in that sermon, you know, I, I want to remember a story or something. I want it to be there. And I don't know about you, but I, I'm old enough to remember a time where if you, and there was probably always ways to mitigate this problem, but there was a time when, like, I would just store everything on my computer. I would just, just be on my computer. I didn't have a server. We didn't have a backup drive there in the beginning. It was just like you're just going away every morning. And then one morning you come in, you flip on your computer, and you get like a blue screen of death or something like that. And you lose your hard drive. Anybody ever lost their hard drive? And all your wor- years worth of work, and you're just like, no! You know, it's like this traumatic event where you, you've, or, you know, it's bad enough when you lose your work all day and you didn't save it, you know? Then you, you, somebody tells you, well, Jesus saves, so you need to save your work. You know, so, but you don't have a way to save until somebody, some genius, invented the cloud, right? And then so you, now you just, you know, you sign up with Microsoft Word, and now you have Microsoft Word Cloud, or you have Google Cloud, or you have Dropbox, or something like that. And years ago, somebody told me about Dropbox. I didn't really, like, understand the point at first. But then as I started to stick my notes up there, I realized I can get these things wherever I am. At any time of the day or night, I can go, doesn't matter, and they're safe, supposedly, up in the cloud. And I can get all my notes and all my articles and all the things that I've done. And if, if I'm somewhere and somebody asks me to teach and I need a, you know, something quick, I can go back to my notes and find a sermon. That, oh, yeah, this one seemed to go over okay. And then I can, I can just do that. And, and that's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But, but we have the same problem in our spiritual life. A rich man died, and at his funeral, somebody asked, how much did he leave? And his friend standing next to the, the casket just said, everything. <laughs> and isn't that the truth? You know, we, we have all this wealth, and we just leave it. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, originally, the cloud storage was actually invented by God, Right? He was the one who invented to, to store things that will all, they'll always be there so that when you knock out or you melt down or you kick over or you, you kick the bucket or burn up or whatever happens to you in the end, hopefully you die peacefully in your sleep, not like the other screaming passengers in the car. <laughs> Sorry. But you need to know 
that you didn't just leave everything behind, but that actually you sent some ahead. So this is Jesus' invest, investment advice. So if you're able, will you stand with me? Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12 and starting in verse 15, 13 is where we left off last time. And Luke writes by the Holy Spirit. Then one of the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater and there I will store all my crops and, and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take, eat your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, oh, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those, thing, those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and, and is not rich toward God. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouses nor barns, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? If you then are, are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you of little faith? And do not seek that, that or what you, ha you should eat or what you should drink or have an anxious mind for all these things the nations of the world seek after and your father knows that you need these things but seek first the kingdom of god and all these things shall be added to you do not fear little flock for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom sell what you have and give alms provide yourself money bags which do not grow old a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches or moth destroys for where your treasure is, your heart will be also. And Father, we come before you with this passage, and we just lay it before you. Tough things for us, Lord, in, in the society and the world we live in, the way that we live our lives, Lord. And I just pray that you would help us not only to take serious warning here of these things, Lord, but to be able to have a practical way to, to put this into practice within each of our lives, Lord. We just love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. To set the scene, as the multitudes gathered and Jesus was talking, well, he'd gone to dinner, right? And then he started talking to his disciples. And he started talking to his disciples to, to warn them about the leaven of the Pharisees, of course, which is hypocrisy. So he's warning them about this hypocrisy of the Pharisees. And, and with that strong warning also came a, a, a warning about the cost of discipleship. That when you follow Jesus, that means that you could be in trouble for that. When you won't live a, the hypocrite's life, you may end up 
as a target, and you may end up even being put in jail and persecuted for that. And in the midst of this conversation, as he's talking about these intense things to his disciples, it says in verse 13, Then one of the crowds said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. So this, this guy interrupts Jesus, yells out in the middle of this, and resolve my dispute with my brother. Now, it wasn't uncommon for someone to ask a rabbi or someone in that type of authority to arbitrate, to, to basically be a mediator between you and your family member or your neighbor to try to work some things out. And of course, that's back, way back from the law of Moses. But notice Jesus' response. He, but he said to him, man, who made me a judge or arbitrator, arbitrator over you? Well, I mean, he is the son of God. I mean, he is you know, kind of in charge, right? I mean, I think that he probably could could speak into this situation with some modicum of authority. But he he says this, and and honestly, just talking about, you know, is this my is this my purpose for even being here? And what Jesus is saying isn't this isn't why I came. In in fact, it's really quite the opposite of why I came. And so at, at this man's prompting and at his expense, Jesus uses him as an example, a, a teachable moment. And, and that's what this guy is for Jesus at this moment. In verse 15, it says, And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possesses. Don't you, don't you hate that? When you've grown up your entire life and you're told as a child the only dumb question was the one that was not asked, only to get into college and to find out from the professor that that isn't true. <laughs> I don't know about you, but in my, in my theology class, I, you know, everybody's afraid to ask any questions because you just know, nope, that's wrong, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, there's dumb questions. But, but this guy's he's there with an agenda. He thought, you know, I have an airtight plan. You know, he probably even came to the crowds knowing Jesus was going to be there. I'm going to shame my brother into sharing this inheritance with me. And that was the way that things were. Probably the, his parents had died. Now, oftentimes, if the parents grew old and frail, they'd give, their, they'd give their inheritance out to their children, a double portion to the oldest son, and then, you know, it kind of be a single portion to the rest of the sons. And, and yet here's the son who maybe the parents have died and he's basically taking control of the entire estate without giving the portion to his brother that he was rightfully supposed to get. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.